Comfort in death and darkness. Right, try that again, but with a creepy voice. <laughs> no, because I usually sound funny. Yeah, it's a point. All right. Welcome to Comfort. 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 In. In. Death. Death. And. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> and <laughs> and I just sound like I'm burping. And I said and 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 <laughs> darkness, darkness, darkness. It's fucking. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be talking about. Killer Couples Part 2, because I did not think I was talking for that long. Turns out I was talking for about 45 <laughs> minutes about the Moors murderers, Ian Brady and Myra Hindley. Let's not give them any more time, because they were twisted people. Um, so, I think yours is a tiny bit shorter than mine. You never know, because we could be chatting about it. That is true, that is true. It's not a competition. Not not everything in life is a competition. If you're trying to say, oh, and mine's going to be longer than yours. I didn't say it was going to be longer than mine. Anyway, let's talk on a more lighthearted things, like murders. Like killer couples, <laughs> killer part couples. two. So Numero dos. I did my last episode. What have you got and why? I don't know why I said why. <laughs> because you asked me. To <laughs> <laughs> uh, you came up with this one. You came up with this. Yeah, but this you came up with doing podcasting. All right, well, you came up with falling in love with me. When did I do that? Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> Continue. So, I did, I don't know if you've heard of them, but most people have. Fred and Rosemary West. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. I've already feel depressed. I don't want to feel any more depressed. Have you heard of them? Yeah, the Wests, yeah. I've heard of the Wests. Do you know what they've done? Not in- extensively. Well, you, it's, it's you like go and find out. Oh, God. It, it's, it's like one of those things where it's like, do you know who... Um... She-Ra is. <laughs> no. It's like, do you know who Richard Ramirez is? It's like, yes, he was the Night Stalker. But I couldn't tell you exactly everything he did. Yeah. So, the Wests. Yeah. So... Rose fell in love with a 28-year-old Fred West when she was only 16. Classy. Yeah. <laughs> so the couple moved to Gloucester in the early 1970s. With Dr. Foster? Yeah. This is serious, you know. <laughs> this, is, this is what you do to me. <laughs> and I, yeah, but it's different when it's the other way around. <laughs> Standards. You're bullying us. Um, <laughs> bullying's a harsh word, actually. I'll take that back. Um, and then... They began more of a more than a decade of sexual abuse and murder. So Fred, oh god, how's that funny? <laughs> Just the way you, you you put it in the sentence. So Fred West was a local builder, and they had a house full of children and lodgers. They had six children that weren't theirs. Two that weren't theirs, I think it was, okay. and then possibly four that were like theirs. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's where it went. I don't really do my research properly. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I love you. So lots of people were coming and going from the house because Fred liked company, but he also liked molesting, maiming and murdering. <laughs> the three M's. <laughs> That's the name of my next album. Molesting, ma- murdering and maiming. <laughs> the three M's. So he was a typically ordinary man who was driven to murder 12 women and children. Jesus Christ. Um. So Richard Ferguson, who was in the prosecution, said he was a man 
devoid of compassion, consumed with sexual lust and a sadistic killer, someone who had opted out of the human race and is the epitome of all evil. Hell. Yeah. So these are the murders. On July... No. In July... <laughs> I love that noise you make. <laughs> In July 67, murdered his girlfriend, Anna McFall. April 71, murdered his stepdaughter, Charmaine West, age eight. Jesus Christ. Autumn 71, murdered his wife, Rena Costello. April 73, murdered seamstress Linda Go, or Goff, age 21. November 73, murdered schoolgirl Carol Cooper, age 15. January 74, murdered student Lucy Partington, age 21. So bearing in mind, it's not just him doing it, it's Rose as well. Yeah. April 74, murdered hitchhiker Therese Sle... <laughs> Sle... Slesser? No, Slegenthaler. Slegenthaler? Slegenthaler. Yeah, we'll say Slegenthaler. We'll go with that one. It's a tough one. Age to 21. A, uh, might have to do a, a retort next episode. Um, November 74, uh, 74 murdered schoolgirl Sh- Shirley Hubbard, age 15. Jesus. April 75, murdered lodger Juanita Mott, age 18. May 78, murdered lover Shirley Robinson, age 18. August 78, murdered runaway Alison Chambers, age 16. And then in June 87, murdered daughter Heather West, age 16. So his own Christ. daughter. So what do you notice about all those 12? Um, They're all female. Oh, yeah, of course. So it was believed that Fred's father was a child abuser and incest was a normality because nice. his mother initi- initiated sex with him. Nice. Apparently. Um so Fred left school at 14 and he has the IQ of 80. <laughs> wow. Um, That's pretty low. Yeah. Fred suffered from a head injury in 1958 in a motorbike accident. So a lot of people are blaming that accident as to why his head's so messed up. So hang on. Let's just go back a second. He had the abuse when he was younger. Yeah. He has the head injury. Yeah. Are we surprised he became a murderer? <laughs> Probably not. No. So he had seven days unconscious in hospital and it was like a slow and humiliating recovery because I think one of his legs was damaged in it. Mm. So he had a bit of a limp because one of, I don't know, something like that. Um, And he lost his looks a little bit as well. (laughs) So he would usually rape girls in the community that he lived in because he was obsessed with sex, but nothing ever come of that. I mean... I'm sorry, but most teenagers are obsessed with sex. None yeah. of them do this. I know. So, Catherine Costello, Rena, she was a 16-year-old prostitute. Of course. He was five months pregnant with another man's Jesus child. Christ. But Fred married her anyways. So, Charmaine Top West. Bloke? You are? Top bloke? Charmaine West was born in 1963, and then her little sister, Anne-Marie, followed soon after. So I think she was Fred's. Mm. Um, So it wasn't really a traditional childhood for them. No shit. (laughs) Um, So in 1965, Rena fled, but Fred wanted the children. So he recruited Anna McFall to be their nanny, but she was his girlfriend. Um, Top bloke. Yeah. But Anna became pregnant with Fred's child. So he killed her because it was an inconvenience to him that she was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, as as all pregnancies are. Just inconveniences, apparently. 
buried her in a field close to where he lived, and when the remains were eventually found, the bodies were the body was decapitated and dismembered. Oh. And it wasn't found until twenty seven years later. Jesus. But they found a skeleton of the unborn fetus as well. Holy shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But let me just touch on that one more time. Decapitated. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Like, was that done post-mortem? Probably. Uh, probably to, like, hide it and stuff, yeah. So the first, she, she was the first to die and okay. the last to be recovered out Just of like everything. Just like mine last week. Yeah. It's exactly the same as mine. Pauline was the first to die. And the last and to the be last, found. But technically, the last to be found still yeah. hasn't been found, but... So Rose West was abused by her father. Her father would rape her. Um, and our mother had a lot of mental issues as well. But you would if your husband was beating you up and your children. Yeah. I mean, this is just classic, like, signs. Like, like people don't realize that if they abuse, they're probably going to make someone even worse. Yeah, because they're going to think they that it's normal or they're going to want to take that anger out on someone else. Yeah. I mean, like, if you have someone who's an alcoholic drunk who beats up his kid... That kid's probably going to like say, oh, well. That's okay. That My dad did that, so I can do that to my kids. Yeah. It's traits that the children would pick up and think, oh, that, that must be yeah, normal. Exactly. And just like with this one, he was uh, like raped by, a, a, by um, a dad. So she then does worse. Mm. So it's, oh God. So the father sexually abused her. And it carried on even when her and Fred got together. Fucking hell. So he would turn up at the house even after they had four children in the house. And he would knock on the door and ask for sex with Rose. Jesus Christ. This is Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones. Wait there. So Fred would let him have sex with his daughter, Anne-Marie. Oh my God. No, 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 no. This is way worse than Game of Thrones. So Rose became pregnant with Heather Anne in 1970. And motherhood was not natural to her. She wasn't maternal or anything like that. Yeah, so, like, I think someone had asked her if she breastfed and she said, no, tits are for fucking not feeding. Nice. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a t-shirt I would wear. Tits are for fucking not for, not for, what was it, feeding? Tits are for fucking and not for feeding. <laughs> that could be the first official <laughs> piece of merch for good comfort and death oh, and darkness. Jeez, no. <laughs> so, Charmaine disappeared. Um, while Fred was in jail for nine months for theft um, and Rose had killed her and disposed of her because she was jealous that she wasn't hers. Um, So Rena, Charmaine's mother, came looking for her Mm -hmm. and she was also killed for looking for her. My God. Um, So Fred was free to marry Rena. No, Fred was free to marry now because Rena was dead and... They bought a house on Cromwell Street, number 25, which is like a really well known now. Is it? <laughs> well, yeah. If you know about this story. Yeah. Like, okay. So Caroline Owens was hitchhiking in 1972. She was gone away home from seeing her boyfriend. Oh no. The West then offered her a lift, age 17. This sounds familiar. Again. Yeah, she was 17 at the time. And they asked her to be a nanny for their children in the car. So within a week, she'd moved into their house. And began being a nanny for their kids. So Fred told Caroline that Anne-Marie, his daughter with Rena, that she'd lost her virginity at the age of eight. Caroline questioned it 
and was a bit taken back by it. Mm. And he said that she'd lost her virginity at the age of eight from a bike saddle penetrating her. What? That the saddle, like the seat had come off. Uh-huh. Fred propositioned Caroline and she refused and fled. Good on her. Hitchhiking again, she gets spotted by the West. Shit. They then drive up to her, roll down the window and Rose apologises and Caroline gets back in the car. I take back the good on her. Fred then asks, have you had sex tonight? She said no. Fred then told Rose to put her hand down Caroline's pants to see if she was wet. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah, and she did it. Well, so, you know, that's just being a nice wife. Yeah, they began fighting in the car and they punched Caroline until she was unconscious. Fucking hell. Taped her face up and used her scarf to tie her hands behind her. Jesus. Um, and then she was taken into a bedroom and beaten twelve for 12 hours and whipped between her legs with a belt. Oh. And then Rose carried out a sexual act on Caroline while Fred had sex with Rose behind her. If that... Uh-huh, yeah, right. I've got the visual picture, don't worry. So... My mind is working overtime here. Caroline was let, yeah. Caroline was let go by Fred because he then went down when Rose wasn't there and raped her. But Rose didn't like that because she liked to be involved. So Fred then let her go and promise, she had a promise not to tell anyone, especially Rose, and was told to come back as a nanny. So she agreed, what left, and went straight to the police. Thank fuck for that, Jesus. No, fuck. no, not thank fuck for that. So they pleaded guilty of kidnap and sexual assault, but they weren't charged with rape and they were only charged £25 each and they were allowed to go free. What? Yes. That's that. What the, I, but then this sealed the fate of future victims because they thought, yeah, we can get away with this. 25 quid, yeah, no bother. I'm ashamed to be in this country. Yeah, because it was like a drug to them. They needed that. They needed Rush. it now, yeah. Yeah. So they, they thought that they needed to get people who wouldn't be missed. So once a victim was chosen, they would be taken back to the house, down to the cellar, and then they would be sexually tortured and abused. Some were stripped and hung for long periods of time in extreme pain. They were killed, dismembered, and then buried. Oh my God, buried? Buried. Buried. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a rabbit does, buried. Yeah. <laughs> when the cellar was full... <laughs> I just put a funny, like, a rabbit digs the grave for them and puts the body yeah. in. But... That's the bit that like makes this ten times worse for me. Dismembered, yeah. Like that takes serious. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if you've ever seen like inside a body before. Yeah. From like questionable images and questionable yeah, yeah. sources on the internet. I don't think I could do that in real life. No. Maybe if I'd been trained to do it as like a as like a uh, an autopsy. Yeah. Pathologist like, or something like that. But like, nah. No, that's just no. So they used to like bury them in the cellar. Like under like the concrete. <laughs> Just give us a minute. Oh God. So once the cellar was full of bodies, they then concreted over the floor of the cellar and turned it into a bedroom for their children. Oh my God. And Rose had to be in control and Fred liked bondage. So that just tells so like you a, a reverse that 50 what they would be doing down in that cellar. And apparently they would laugh when they did it as well. And they were torturing all these people. You know, when you have fun, you have fun. Yeah. And like, you know, this, these people might love torture. The but way it's me fun you, for them. It might be the way me and you like playing Crash Bandicoot together. Yeah. <laughs> so it became a competition between them. But then they got wait, to... Wait, wait, wait. What became a competition between like them? Like hurting the people that they were like stringing up. Like 
so, who would cut the deepest and who would like get the most scream out of the person and that sort of stuff. But then hey, look, it got this, to, this cut got 180. But then it got to the point where they thought maybe the other one's going to kill me. Like, oh, they kill- so they started like like side eyeing each other. Yeah. Ooh. Um. So they had to try and keep it up because so the other one, so the other one wouldn't turn. get the other. Yeah. So the eldest daughter was 16, Heather, and she suffered from abuse from her parents all of her life. Basically became a problem for them and they thought that she would grass them up um, because she was getting to the age where she could do what she wanted. Um, So they murdered her when the other children were at school. They showed no remorse or tears when asked about it either and they buried her under the patio. So someone's obviously overheard them or something like that because... They would tell their children to behave or they would go under the patio with Heather. So this is quite careless of them to say that. Mm. So it reached the police Mm-mm. because it was like a rumour that had spread around the town. So Hazel Savage, who was in with the police, requested the patio to be dug up. So Wait, the, who, who was this that requested the patio to be dug up? Hazel Savage. She was in the police. Right, okay. Um. So the 24th of February, 1994 police search team investigation started. As police started digging up the garden, Heather was the focus of their search, the door, because the rumour was that she was in the garden Mm -hmm. under the patio. So they unearthed a female thigh bone and were confident that it was Heather's. But there was more than one body as three bones were found under the patio that were female thigh bones. So either Heather had three legs (laughs) or... Or I was waiting was for another... one of your cla- I was waiting for one of your bangers, like. <laughs> or there was another person's body there. Personally, I vote for the fact that she had three legs. So they found three bodies in the back backyard and six in the house Yikes. in the cellar. So Fred West was arrested, and despite evidence, he wasn't phased by anything. He didn't think that it was important, and assumed he was going home later. Um, well, could, okay. Yeah. So he offered to show police where to dig, but he didn't mention to the police about the six underneath the house. He was seemed to be proud of what he did as well. So police knocked the house down to get rid of like the memory of it and rec- recovered nine bodies. Jesus fucking Christ. So Charmaine's body was found in the field and it had incomplete skeleton with missing parts. There were two fetuses found with tiny little bones, but all the bones were there. Whereas on the bigger bodies, like the fully grown, well, not fully grown because some of them are kids, they had missing fingers and missing toes. So did they take them because they thought maybe you could get their identification off them? Was it cannibalism? Trophies. Was it a trophy to keep and treasure and be like, yeah, I've done this. But on June 30th, 1994, Fred and Rose were charged with nine murders. Fred charged with another two murders after his wife and stepdaughter were found as Anne McCall was yet to be identified. Rose rejected Fred in court as well. This made him quite angry. Mm -hmm. Um, And then six months later, on New Year's Day 1995, waiting to stand trial at Winston Green Prison in Birmingham, Fred hung himself and died. So he didn't even get to be trialed? Nope. Trialed? Tried. My God, that's... So he didn't pay any justice, didn't pay the price, and he was in control of what he did right to the end, (sighs) which annoys me. Hmm. Rose then left to stay on trial by herself, um, was done for 10 murders, and she was shocked and <laughs> in, 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 in denial. Wait, I, wait, I'm going down for 10 murders? Why? 
I just, I, I just, but I, I don't get it. Like I killed them, yeah, but to go down for them, jeez, it's a bit harsh. Um. So she was sentenced to life in prison. She was actually at Durham Prison at one point as well. Do you have any idea how much your story echoes my story from last week? Like when you said that they knocked the house down. Yeah. Police knocked Brady and Hindley's house down to stop it from being like a um like a like a shrine or monument. Yeah. And thought that people shouldn't live there anymore. Like that happened. Field things with like the like bodies were found in fields. There was another thing as he said as well. Like um abused by the parents. Like so much of these stories overlap. Yeah. And when were the and when did this start again? Seventies. Yeah. This started well. The Hindleys was the sixties. Yeah. So it could have been like an inspiration sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the rumors persist to this day that there's more bodies, but we'll never know. There will be. There definitely will be. Like D'Angelo. Yeah. You know the, the Golden State Killer. Yeah. And we managed to go a few episodes without mentioning him, but he's back. Like. You, you just know that there are more murders, more rapes, more burglaries that are attributed to him. And people just ha- either haven't come forward or people have died since. And like he just won't be tried yeah. for their murders because they've been forgotten about. You can almost always, like, what's his face? Bundy. Yeah. He will have done more as well. Yeah. But you just can't find them because they would yeah. never admit to them. And you've never physically like looked in different areas that yeah. it could be. In late 2001, Rosemary West announced her intention not to appeal against her convictions while maintaining her innocence. And the house on Cromwell Street, along with the adjoining property, was demolished in 1996 and the site is now occupied by a public footpath. But the girl, I think she's called Caroline, that I said earlier, the one that they raped and they let her go, Mm -hmm. she like told the police and they got a £25 fine. There's a video of her like going back to it and it being a footpath and she said even... Even if it's a, there's a footpath, she knows exactly where the house would have stood. Mm-hmm. And it, she didn't like being there and it brought back so many horrible memories. And I honestly don't blame her because she put her through hell. It would have felt like pure evil. Yeah. So Rosemary West is now an inmate at HM Prison New Hall in Flockton, Wakefield, West Yorkshire. So she's still cracking. Yep. Christ. I know. And she's been, with- in, she's been in prison for 25 years. With people like this, like, sometimes when people go to jail for stuff like this, like, with, uh, I keep wanting to say Burgundy, Bundy, he did the tapes. Like, he did his, like, sort of, like, confession. Despite the fact that the majority of them probably weren't true. Yeah. Because he was such an egotistical maniac. Some of them probably were. We don't know that for sure. But you think these people are going to, like, eventually come clean, eventually tell their story just to either clear their conscience clear the air do something that will create a legacy for them yeah. in a twisted way but the majority of the time it doesn't happen like look at look at Hindley and, and Brady they didn't say anything in the end they yeah. constantly lied about everything yeah so in the same case with this we'll probably never know what she actually thinks it. yeah Maybe she even thinks she actually is in- innocent. Maybe she actually thinks she did nothing wrong. Yeah. Which I very much hope that's not the case. But I was talking to one of my friends and she knows someone that used to work in Durham Prison mm-hmm. when Rose West was that's there. That's the other thing I said. 
Ian Brady was in Durham Prison. Yeah. But she said that Rose West would be like the leader of the pack. <laughs> it's no surprise really, is it? Yeah. Imagine her being like Big Boo. <laughs> <laughs> getting dogs to like peanut butter off her. And getting a screwdriver as a dildo. <laughs> but she did. I don't know what happened after that, like, because I haven't watched any other seasons after that. <laughs> the latest season's about one of the pipe, the main, I'm not going to say actually, because it's must spoil it. And that's the story of Fred and Rose West. Lovely. And all is wrong with the world. Oh, another couple of dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I can be a dickhead. You can be a dickhead. Always. This is something completely different. No. That's. There's no words in the English language to describe how disgusting well, and twisted no, no. they are. Murderers, rapists. No, but I mean, like. Incestuous. Des- describe them as, like, human beings. Like, they're not, really. <laughs> no, they're, they're subhuman. There's something that doesn't be, deserve to be classed as a human being because they are Damn. the lowest of the low. Mm. Yeah, well. Would you stop using. <laughs> the foam as an eyelash curler. Right. Would you like to know how long that is now? You would. No, no. I, well, I'm just going to say that out. Like 45? 35. 35. Yeah. I'm a fast talker. So, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can read as well. Oh, oh that's very funny. You're, you're funny, 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 funny. Um, so I want to just take this time to explain something. From now, we're going to be doing... Something a little different. Yeah. Something that one might not know. For instance, like now, we've just finished doing our killer couples. Yeah. Couples who killed. Couples who murdered. Couples who maimed. <laughs> couples the who three molested. Ends. So, for instance... Like, so, so, back to childhood roots. Love a bit of the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously... Three episodes ago, we did the uh, police. Sorry, four episodes ago, we did the police killers. Then we did um, dot 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 from ninety two and from ninety three. Last week we did the killer couples. This is killer couples part two. Next week we are doing the ABCs of death and darkness, starting at A. Now you're not gonna. What what the main reason I want to do this is because we will have absolutely no idea what the other person has done. Because A. Like, a lot of things begin with A. Wait, wait, wait. Say we did killer couples. You came across Hindley and Brady. I didn't come across them, you did. No, you came across them. Yeah. because you found out that oh, I right, was yeah. doing them, you did the Wests. Yeah. In this one. Because it was a toss-up between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in this one, um, we have absolutely no idea what we could be doing. For instance, you could do an arson case. Yeah. And I could do something that happened in Australia. But I thought... It's very broad. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, like, the death and darkness part had to begin with the A. So Australia is not a death and darkness, whereas no, arson be, is. It's whatever you want it to be. The death and darkness took place so I could write, in Australia. I could do something about arseholes. Yeah, if, if, if an arsehole held a murder weapon, <laughs> or someone was stabbed in the arsehole to death, yeah, you could do that. Have I said about my theory about birthmarks? Uh, we we birthmarks. weren't talking about this, but no, okay, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so random vibrators. <laughs> so like, 
got a theory that like birthmarks are how you died in your past life. So if you don't have any birthmarks, you obviously died naturally. But people usually have birthmarks. They just disappear before the age of two. Because, yeah, because you've been born and you've just died. Yo, yeah, okay. Yeah, so you've got the marks from your previous death. But then they disappear. And they disappear because you're getting ready for your new marks. All right, but what about birthmarks that never disappear? Then you are fucked. (laughs) (laughs) You are severely killed. I used to have a birthmark on my bum, my bum cheek. You were stabbed in the butt. And I also have one still on the back of my neck, like in my hair. Oh my God, you were, you were like banned. <laughs> you got birthmark. I do not. You died naturally then. That's just... Anyway, what were we talking about before? Oh yeah, we were arguing over what the A can stand for. Now, for this instance, um, I'm going to show, I'm going to tell you some of the things I was considering doing. Okay? Yeah. This is what I haven't done. So, the Atlanta Ripper. I wouldn't bother telling this because... But I'm not doing these. I know, but... I, like. Fine. Right, that is the name of someone. Right? The Atlanta right. Ripper was named, beginning with A. Right, but okay. But I could also do Agigahara. I get the drift. Yeah. Right, I get the it drift. It could be anything you want beginning with A. Haven't said that, I've done a person. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, if you want... I dropped the microphone. <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop, not an intentional one. So, uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Oh, wait, hang on. We haven't done the happy ending. Don't call it that. It's called the happy ending. I don't want you to call it that. It's specifically I'm not doing called... this anymore if you're hey. going to call it that. Hey, it's specifically called the happy ending because it's a funny play on words. I know, but I don't like it. Why don't you like it? It's stupid. What's stupid? You're stupid. You're stupid. I know, but... <laughs> right anyway for the happy ending has anything nice happened to you recently no okay good to know it actually hasn't Fucking hell. um fine i'll go recently just had the uh, the latest installment of uh the wrestling company that i'm part of they had their latest show i don't go with these no, you don't because you're an unsupportive dick. Um, Wrestling's fake. No shit. <laughs> anyway, we had to move venue at the last second, like literally the day before. We had we found out that we had, oh, was it the day before? yeah the day before we found out that we had to move venue, which was just oh, the biggest stress in the world. Um, Bit of a faff. But in the end, the show, the, the wrestling was really good. Everything was all right on the night. Yeah, but. It was the most stressful thing I've ever done because I had to get, I was helping trying to set up the audio equipment. I was announcing the junior show that we do. I was announcing the main show that we do. I had to set up commentary. The commentary table, the commentary actual track is unusable. So that's great. Um, But in the end, it was a really good night. I didn't get home until like one in the morning. And then you had work. And then I had really work early. really early. So that was fun. That's stupid. That's stupid. But it was a really good night. Um, and it was just, just the people that I do this wrestling with are just some of the nicest people in the world. And I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else because it's just incredible. Um, however, the one person I was looking forward to hanging out that way, with that night was not there. He was at a wedding. Nick. Uh, <laughs> Nick Mann. And we could have used you. We, you have no idea the stress we went through with that fucking audio equipment. 
your audio equipment, I might add. Anyway. So yeah. Full Tilt Wrestling, Season 3, Episode 2. Book your cards right. Eventually went off without a hitch. Towards the end, anyway. Yeah. It was fun as fuck. So, I'd highly recommend coming to a show if you're in the area. Because they're very, very fun. They're very, very... Family. They're family orientated, yeah, but they're not just for families. You can come as a as, as a lad. For anyone of all ages. Yeah, that is the that is the title of Full Tilt. Full Tilt is for everyone, mm-hmm. and it's a gay flag usually. <laughs> <laughs> is it FTW? FTW for the world. There you go. It's, it's meant to be for the win. No, but if you're in, if it's inclusive for everyone, it means the world. It's for the women. For, for the, the wankers. For the wankers. For the wombats. Full tilt wrestling. Anyway, Charlie, what's making you happy? Um, got some trifle cheesecake from <laughs> <in> the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And it's really nice. It's trifle flavoured cheesecake. this deep monologue about... This wrestling company that I'm dedicating so much time to and I'm absolutely yeah, but not loving a... doing. <laughs> You're as simple as cheesecake. I love it. I, I adore you. <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake. Would you make me happy as a full belly? And I've just had a 20 inch Costco pizza as well. No, you had one slice. No, but like, my car stinks now. <laughs> Anything else making you happy? What about preparing for Wales? Mm. <laughs> not making you happy. Like, I'll probably really enjoy it when I get there, but... Yeah, it's the prep. It's, like, preparing to go, because I'm working in Wales for six weeks. Mm. Um, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> I said come down. Um, I can't come down for six weeks. No, but you can still, like, you come down for, like, weekends, or if you've got, like, big breaks, you could come I down. work weekends. No, like, if you've got, like, a Monday to Wednesday off, you could come down on the Sunday. Never happens. Well... <laughs> I get, like, one day off, like, at a time. I'll ask... Shy Ben's getting out. I'll come down and get I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Shy Ben's getting out. Spell out. N-O-W-T. Fair enough. <laughs> but like, I don't know, I feel like I need a break because where I work is really stressful, really hard. I work weekends sometimes and I feel like I don't, I need like a break and I'm not getting one. That makes me sad. You never know, Wales might be one of the funnest things you've ever done. Yeah, but I'm only going to get one day off a week. And, I'll forgive and you it's for really long shifts. Because so, not here for it. But yeah. you can the September show. I need a break. <laughs> but like October is going to be like the next time I get like at least a week off in a run. So yeah, I think we need to book a holiday and that would be something that I can be happy for. I mean we could but we're already I don't have a lot of so. happiness in my life at the moment. But you have comfort. Mm. In death and darkness. Yeah. <laughs> work's really stressful. Granddad's in hospital. That was literally going to be my transition at the end, but keep going. Well, no, just go. No, I don't want to moan on this. And on that note, thank you very much for listening to the Comfort and Death and Darkness podcast. You can do that better. No. <laughs> okay. Nope. Comfort. In death. And darkness. Wait there, can I say death again? <laughs> Comfort. In death. And. Darkness. 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 
If you like this episode, you can rate us on iTunes and whatever else will let you rate us. I don't know what else does. I just know iTunes and Apple Podcasts do. So rate us on there. Be kind. Preferably five stars. Be kind. Be kind. Rewind. Um, Have courage and be kind. That's what Cinderella says. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. You can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. Exactly. Also, if you want to download this podcast as an MP3, just go to our website, cdadpodcast, sorry, cdad.pinecast.co, and on each individual post for each individual episode, there'll be a direct download link to the .mp3 file. Um, and don't forget, we have an email that we would like you to email and dad answer jokes. the question. Well, yes, yeah, send dad jokes too. <laughs> but um, answer the question, what is the creepiest thing that has ever happened to you? I've woken up next to Jacob. That That's pretty creepy. creepy. Creepiest thing I've ever done is... Um, Probably wake up next to me with no makeup on and be like, whoa, bitch. I resent that notion. Um, that was going out with Princess Fiona, not Shrek. Fuck you. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, um, send your emails to cdadpodcast at gmail.com c-i-d-a-d podcast at gmail.com or you can just go to our iTunes, our Instagram profile, literally just come for nothing darkness, um, and there is a button on there that says email address. So just click that and write the creepiest thing that's ever happened to you. Please. Please. And I'm not going to beg like. That is it. Please send us a message. I'm on my knees. And with that, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. Good night. Bang. And the dirt is gone. Silly bang. Oh, I was doing Kenny Omega. <laughs>